Hey guys, and welcome to episode number 107 of Dill and Owl Talk NFL. Today is Tuesday, July 5th, 2022. We are recording, starting this recording at 2.51 p.m. on this Tuesday afternoon. I'd mm-hmm. uh, like to be probably one of the last to wish you guys a happy 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Good weekend and all. Um, you know, back to back to the grind and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Training camps are opening in like three weeks, and I'm yeah. so excited for Hard it. Hard knocks. Hard knocks, I think, starts like the first or second Tuesday of August. Mm-hmm. That's going to be really exciting to watch. And then we'll be, you know, preseason football, and then, you know, we're, we're like two months away from mm-hmm. the season starting. First week of September, Bills, Rams, Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. To an exciting 2022 season culminating, you know, in 2023 with the Super Bowl. And I believe it was, we found out last week, it was in Arizona, I believe. Mm-hmm. Another, so many iconic Arizona Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Giants-Patriots, that was the uh, Tyree catch and the, the Plaxico Burris game mm-hmm. winner to break the uh, undefeated run by the Patriots in 07. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we had the iconic, what was that, in 2014, mm-hmm. the Seahawks-Patriots. You know, Malcolm Butler with the interception of the goal line could have mm-hmm. been, you know, Lynch and um, Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll and crew, they were, they were one yard away from back-to-back Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that you know that Super Bowl brings us another instant classic like we had in the last mm-hmm. two Arizona Super Bowls. But mm-hmm. moving on to what we have going on for you guys today, we're only going to do one division breakdown as we did kind of catch up a little bit doing two last week. We'll be doing the AFC South this week. Pretty much a two-horse race, as I mentioned at the end of last week. It's pretty much between the Titans and the Colts. And then obviously you have two of probably the worst teams in the NFL mm-hmm. uh, in the Jaguars, and I think the oh, Texans. The ones. Texans are clearly, I think, right now. If I did a power rankings of all 32 teams, I think a lot of people, myself included, would have the Texans at number 32. Mm-hmm. But we're going to start it off with something I think we did either last year or in 2020. We're going to talk about Madden 23 ratings. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ratings have officially been coming out you know, in the last couple weeks and whatnot. Um, Madden 23 does come out, I, I don't know exactly when, I think it's sometime in August, I believe, first week mm-hmm. of August. Um, John Madden is on the cover this year, all three covers. Uh, obviously, you know, the, the creator of this video game that came out, I think in the mid-90s, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, he unfortunately passed away at the end of 2021 last year. I think it was in like, it was like in the last mm-hmm. week of 2021. Um, you know, you got seven players. Seen the cover of the regular, like standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have it right here. It's got him as the Raiders, mm-hmm. and then I think the one that would be that would be the standard edition, I believe, on the yeah. left. If you're looking at the same article I am, the one in the middle's got him. You know, with the telestrator kind of yeah, everything, with, the, with a picture of him. Play. Yeah, drawn out the play I like that. that That's probably like the superstar edition, and then they're gonna be all Madden edition, which is usually like the $100 version that you yeah. get, like, the three days access, and you get all this Ultimate Team stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, the all-Madden edition with another picture of John Madden. I think that was one of his, you know, I think that's almost replicating one of the first John Madden. Because it was John Madden football. Mm-hmm. And then and then EA Sports, or EA Electronic Arts, picked up the rights mm-hmm. to Madden, and then they just named it Madden instead of John Madden football. Mm-hmm. We have seven players at the in the 99 club this nice. year. Mahomes... Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. Aaron Donald, and then Devontae Adams, which I thought was kind of surprising a little bit. And then you have two defensive players, Miles mm-hmm. Garrett and then T.J. Watt, obviously. Mm-hmm. T.J. Watt being the um, almost breaking, I think he ended up tying Strahan's sack mm-hmm. record in 2021. What are, what are your reactions to those? First off, Miles Garrett. Mahomes, obviously, I think is the only lot. I would say maybe Mahomes and, like, Cup. And Donald, that I'd makes say. Sense. Donald makes sense. Those are the only three locks, I'd say. The other ones? Garrett. Yeah, Garrett's. He was 99 last season. Mm-hmm. And also, I'd say Devontae Adams was a surprise. I thought maybe 98, 97, yeah. but a 99, I think Calvin Johnson only had that one year. Mm-hmm. I think it was probably, I think it was the year he was on the cover athlete, yeah. So when you look at Devontae Adams being a 99 this year, especially when I feel like the season he had the year before was 
far superior in my opinion. I felt like last year was not necessarily a down year for him, but mm-hmm. it wasn't the same as the year before. Uh, I would have. I'm surprised by his placement, um, but Donald makes absolute sense. Mahomes, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I think seven. That's a surprising number. Usually they do about five. Usually, yeah. Usually it's like three to four at the start of the season. Obviously, I believe that they've been doing this ever since like the next gen consoles mm-hmm. came out. We going going back to like Xbox One and, and PS4 when mm-hmm. those came out. Um, they were doing live live updates every week. Mm-hmm. So there will obviously be more players than you know these seven. You know, by October, we could have, you know, yeah. 10 or 11 players in the 99 club. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think McCaffrey was in the 99 club yeah. last year. The injuries obviously knocked him out. Yeah. Um, I, I believe Garrett was. Garrett was. I believe Mahomes was as well. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. There. Maybe they had Brady in the 99 club last Gilmore year. Was in one of them. I think Gilmore was in 20. What was 20. that? What was that? 2020 was 2019. was like really the prime of his mm-hmm. career. Uh, got a list right here. The highest ranked rookies in the game to start the season. Um, three of them are tied at a 78 overall. Number two overall pick, Aiden Hutchison at a 78. Kyle Hamilton, which I believe was the number... Wait, was what was the 14th pick, right? And mm-hmm. then Sauce Gardner was the number five or number four pick. Mm-hmm. One of those two. He was in the top five by the Jets. Mm-hmm. Evan Neal at 77. And then the number one overall pick this year is only a 76 overall in Trayvon Walker. Obviously, that was a little bit of a surprise seeing Trayvon Walker go number one. Everybody was saying Hutch, you know, all the way until like two, three weeks until before, draft, basically. And then, you know, Trayvon Walker's name got really hot. And then the Jaguars, you know, thank goodness they took Trayvon Walker instead of um, Aiden Hutchison for, you know, Lions fans out there. But mm-hmm. instant reaction to those those rookie rankings, kind of surprising, honestly. Mm-hmm. Hutchison, 78, I see it. Sauce, based on, you know, the, the career and whatnot he had at Cincinnati, Mm-hmm. Don't don't see why not. Kyle Hamilton was, I think, one of the best prospects out yeah. there. He was really low. Yeah. I think he was a draft. There's going to be a couple teams, I think, in a couple of years that are going to be kicking themselves, yeah. letting Kyle Hamilton fall to 14 overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evan Neal, really high for an offensive lineman, I think. And then I think Walker's is pretty accurate myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like Hutchinson deserves a higher overall than Trayvon Walker. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, Rookie-wise, you know, I'm not surprised no one cracked 80. They usually mm-hmm. come in about 78 is the highest you see them at. Um. Yeah, it's surprising though that this year we don't have a quarterback coming in. You know, in those. Top, I mean, top our top highest, players. our highest drafted quarterback was yeah, Malik Willis. Malik Willis. No, no, Pickett. Oh, Pickett. Pickett was it like yeah. the teens? I think. Yeah. But then after that, Willis was the next one. I think in the second, third round, mm-hmm. right? it was third round mm-hmm. pick. So it was like it didn't even make sense. Ritter fell. Corral fell. I mean, how foul... Definitely shows that this quarterback class was not the cream of the crop when it comes to quarterbacks. If you Mm -hmm. only had one drafted in the first round, and I think maybe three drafted in the Mm -hmm. first three rounds, if that. It surprises me because we had a year where who went... It went Jared Goff, number one. Who went number two? Was it Wentz? Mm -hmm. No, Wentz went number one. No, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, because the Eagles never had a number one pick. So I think it was off and then maybe Wentz if they came out the same year. I can't remember. I mean, it was Luck RG3 mm-hmm. in 20, was it 2012, mm-hmm. 2013? Well, Luck panned out, but when you look at... Well, yeah, Luck panned out for the four-year career. When you look at, at one and two, I mean... They're on different teams. Goff's on a second team. Wentz is going to be on his third team. They're they're not exactly what you would call top ten quarterbacks. No, no, they're middle of the pack. I'd say they're, like, yeah. Honestly, if Wentz could have stayed healthy... Wentz, would we would be talking about Wentz in the top ten category, but that man has not been the same. Throws for interceptions on the Colts just to be. Now he's going to have a new team. You know, he's going to be on the Commanders this year. But uh, obviously, Goff coming maybe, into his second year in Detroit as well. Maybe a lot of these teams drafting one and two and having quarterbacks not pan out because mm-hmm. it seems like a lot of those teams. Not say, I, I'd say both. 
panned out in the short term, mm-hmm. but when it came to long term, it's it's really funny Goff and Wentz's careers because they both made Super Bowls pretty early on yeah. in their careers. Wentz and now in, we're looking at them as Wentz in like year two, three, year two, two, and then Goff in year three, I believe. Yeah. So it's 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 shocking to me that you know we're talking about the first and second overall pick a couple years ago, you know, having good short-term mm-hmm. success, but then falling off. Maybe that kept some teams from drafting from going up higher high. than they really yeah. needed to. Because there were mock like drafts. There were mock drafts having Malik Willis going number six mm-hmm. to Carolina. Mm-hmm. He fell into the third round. Yeah. Howell. People were saying Lions at 32. I think he yeah. was like a fifth rounder after mm-hmm. that. And he went to the Commanders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just doesn't make sense but um, but you mentioned Trubisky got drafted number two overall they traded up for they him, traded right? up for him and then number 10 what happened to Manziel was Patrick Mahomes number 10 Deshaun Watson was yeah. drafted at the end of the first round yeah uh, Lamar Jackson was an end of the first round draft pick mm-hmm. his year that he came out mm-hmm. Manziel was, was a pick. Manziel was a top 20 pick yeah he started four games he played that, uh, well, I know I know we're really judging really too early on Trey Lance but Trey Lance was a number two overall pick yeah. as well Hey, he started Zach one Wilson. game last year, Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson. Granted, he got to start 13 games last year, yeah. but, you know, it's early on for that. Um, highest ranked running backs this year. Obviously, I think it's not a surprise that Derrick Henry is the highest rated. How's he got a 99? That, that, is, that is what kind of, after this last two seasons that he's had, mm-hmm. I was Derrick not, Henry not in the 99 club. What is he, 98? 97. Yeah, oh, two wow. tied at 96. You got Taylor and Chubb. Okay. I think Chubb's a little overrated at 96 yeah. after the end at of the season. But Taylor... Taylor should have been in that 97-98 club, I think, as well. Dalvin Cook in a 95, and then McCaffrey sliding all the way down to a 95, which is not it's surprising. Mark, it's yeah. it's disappointed. 80s? Uh, probably. I don't. I only have the top five from position-wise, so I, I don't have any. What, what are we looking at for quarterbacks? Uh, Mahomes, obviously, 99. Brady and Rodgers at 98. Allen at a 95, and Lamar at a 92, which is really surprising. Mm-hmm. Not, wow. So the gap between four The and gap five between four and five overall. is three overall. It's a pretty big gap. Mm-hmm. Highest ranked receivers, you got the two at the 99 club, Adams and Cup. Jefferson at a 96, really surprising. That's weird. Uh, Tyreek at a 96, and then Diggs at Where's a 96 as well. I, if you're going to put Jefferson mm-hmm. that high, I say Chase. Jamar. Jamar's probably, I would say Jamar's in the 90s, because yeah. I think he started at like a 78 or 79 last year. If he's got to be a 94 overall. But probably, I would say by the end of the season, he was probably 86, 87. Mm-hmm. Uh, tight ends, Kelsey obviously takes the cake at number one with a 98. Uh, mm-hmm. Andrews with a 97, Kittle with a 96. Waller with a 93, and then all the way down Pitts at an 89. I mean, it makes sense, I mean, I guess. Yeah. You're, you're kind of missing a, a big gap there, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Hawkinson. Yeah. How does Pitts just shoot up to 89? Exactly. Um, and why why wouldn't Hawkinson be, like, 89 then, mm-hmm. be in that spot? Yeah. Who else, you know, we talk about tight ends. Why isn't Dawson Knox maybe in 89? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he, had a pretty, eh. he had a decent year. He's probably in the like, high 80s. Kyle but... Pitts, to me, I, I like Kyle Pitts. I think he had a great yeah. year. Should it be the fifth? And these are these are mad ratings. I mean... <laughs> I guess we'll see. Yeah, just some other high-rated defensive players other than the two 99s. Uh, Ramsey at a 98. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jair Alexander at a 96. Mm-hmm. And then Bosa, Nick Bosa at a 95. Any, any thoughts on any any ratings that, that we talked about? I, I know these are pointless. Some of these are baffling. I mean, Justin Jefferson. Uh, I'd say Kyle Pitts. Not so much the overall. Maybe an 89. But being the number five tight yeah. end. Being being top five, I, I think you could have thrown a couple guys. Yeah. Maybe in the similar position or, or just slightly above. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's really it. And Garrett at a 99. Doesn't I understand maybe, maybe a year or two ago, he really was the definitive, like I would say, edge guy. 
But I would say maybe a 98-97 for him. I don't think the season he had last year made it to 99. Um, anyone else missing from this list? Uh, I don't really know. You know, running back-wise, Chubb, I think you nailed it on the head. It's a little bit of an overrated uh, rating for him. Um, who was, Who would you say, running back-wise, you would throw in there? Because McCaffrey's at a 92. Cook's at what? McCaffrey's at 95. Cook's 95. at 95. Well, there, there's got to be someone else to throw in there. I mean, I'm trying to think of teams... I wouldn't even throw. I wouldn't throw Montgomery in the nineties. He's not that good. Zeke's probably at an eighty six, eighty seven. Mm-hmm. I think Pollard's probably almost at an eighty five. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were talking about that comparison, of people are talking more about Pollard this year than Zeke. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just the running back position. It's it's really top heavy, mm-hmm. and there's there's good good there's decent drop guys off. in the middle, but then there's a significant drop off between that top five, top six spot, and then mm-hmm. even going down to like number I would ten say, or eleven. Uh, where's Kamara? Yeah, on that list. Yeah. He was injured a lot, or not a lot, yeah. but he had some. He had missed some games I, last year. I still year. think he should be in that 92-93 category. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because of the way he can, you know, receive the ball out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. You look at, you he know, better year than out of that five, out of that, out of those five guys. I mean, I think McCaffrey's really the only big threat, you know, quote yeah. unquote threat when it comes to catching the ball. Mm-hmm. Taylor can do it if he needs to. Henry's a good, you know, Henry's a bowling ball. I mean, he can catch mm-hmm. the ball out of the backfield. Dalvin Cook, they they basically use Alexander Madison Where's for that. Fournette. Fournette. He's missing in there. I love Fournette. Fournette's probably up in the high 80s, I would say, as well. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know, these ratings change. What, as about, the... what about Joe Mixon? Mm-hmm. That's a valid one. Yeah. He had a really, he had his best year of his career, I'd say. I would, I would agree with that as well. With yeah. the, you know, obviously a great receiver core that kind of spread the ball where they didn't know what to expect. Defensively, you know, it's hard to cover three good receivers and a running back, you know. And and they had a Uzama last year, but mm-hmm. I'd say Mixon maybe could have been in that number, you know, five slot too, or close to. Obviously, we we don't know who's like really on that bubble, yeah, of being right there. Because I'd say Kamara, um, and and Mixon are right around there, and I'd say Fournette's just below that, just based on he was. It seemed like Fournette was having a year receiving the ball a lot for mm-hmm. Brady at least. Um, but yeah, those are all my thoughts. Do you have anything else on that? Hang on one second. I'm looking up some other. Overall. I'm looking up maybe the maybe they have the database up yet from EA Sports. They do. Let's look at some of the, maybe those some of the top 100 men 23 players. Let's take a look. Start at that number 15. Website right? does not want to load. Of course. Gotta not. love. Gotta love technology today. You have to. Let's see if I can try another one. No, I don't want a Madden 23 guide. I just want to look at the ratings. Thank you. Look through the Madden 23. No, I really don't care about Madden 23. I've heard the game is. I've heard the game is absolute garbage. It hasn't been like I said. I haven't relevantly played the game since, you know, Madden 19. Mm -hmm. Absolute amateur. Mm -hmm. Um. See if this loads again. No. All right, well, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> All right, um, so we're going to move on here to our second and final segment of the afternoon, the AFC South Preview. 
I'm going to let you lead off with this one since I think I let off with most of them on um, the last two. I want to start with the Colts. Start off with the Indianapolis Colts. I know that's I one of your – that's one of your favorite teams. It's funny, yeah. I think we talked about exciting teams to watch. I think I was really excited to watch the Dolphins play. Mm-hmm. I mentioned that. This is a team that you're really excited to watch oh, this I, year. I love the pickup of Matt Ryan. I know he's older. Um, I think this is a year where Matt Ryan has a Phillip Rivers type year when he was in Indianapolis. You know, it's a good year. I felt like Phillip Rivers impressed me, and it was his final season. This could be one of Matt Ryan's final seasons here. Um, but Phillip Rivers did enough to get them to the playoffs. I think Matt Ryan, with the team around him, has more than enough to advance them in the playoffs. Even. Mm. Um, AFC-wise, it's going to be tough, um, especially even in their own division. They're going against the Titans. Although I do see the Titans taking a step back um, just based on they lost A.J. Brown. They added, you know, good pieces in uh, in the draft-wise, defensively and offensively. Um, Malik Willis could end up getting some play. The question mark for the Titans for me is Tannehill, which is where I think the Colts got the better of the two quarterbacks um, in Matt Ryan, even, you know, getting even up Even though the they're both they're not they're, the greatest. They, but... they can be inconsistent at times. And, yeah. Um, I think it's inconsistent is a good core, word. The receiver, um, the receiver core the last couple years for both of them has been a little you know wonky with uh i mean they both played with julio jones in the last uh two two three seasons yeah um who by the way is still a free agent and we 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 should talk about that at some point um what the future looks like for him if he's done if if any team will touch him um but looking at the cold schedule here i think they start off with two easy wins texans jaguars uh i think they fall to the chiefs uh, There's a lot of teams still will, even though they're not gonna have they're not gonna have uh, Tyreek Hill this year. They're gonna be a whole different team, but they do still have some speedsters on the Chiefs with Nicole Hardman and uh, I believe another guy. Skyboar, uh, they drafted. Their their first test is gonna be or uh, Valdez Scantling. He's mm-hmm. got to be a top ten speed guy. Um, when you look at though, they're going to play the Titans uh, in Week Four. Good it's gonna be a good barometer for them. It's gonna this is gonna be the test I think, but uh. I like what they've done, um, Colts wise, coaching wise. Mm-hmm. I believe is Frank Reich still there? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's, you know, who else is there? I can't. Oh, uh, they lost Eberflus. But they, I know that they still got you know a good coaching staff there. Um, I think you know, the stretch Chiefs, Titans, Colts is going to be tough. I mm-hmm. think they can win one of those. So I'm going to have them at three at two. Um, Wait, the Colts are playing the Colts. Who or uh, Chiefs, Titans, uh, Broncos? Okay. Yeah. So the Colts aren't going to play the Colts. Play the Colts. No? Well, they might. You know, your biggest enemy is yourself. <laughs> um, they're going to go to three and two though, and then you're going to have them play in the. Jaguars. I mean, the Bronco is kind of like a Colt. I mean, it is. They're cousins. Maybe they're uh, maybe they're twins actually. You never know. Um, you look at the Jaguars. I think they win that four and two. I think they'll follow the Titans probably both times they play them, maybe one well, or They more. play them pretty early then, two times out of seven weeks. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough. They might they might get a bye somewhere in there. Uh, maybe not. Honestly, they might not. Um, so then you're going to be looking at, I want to say, four and four. They can beat the Commanders five and four. That's going to be a good game. Wentz is uh, returning to Indy. They play the Patriots. Best I can see them doing with the rest of their schedule. I want to say they can get ten wins. They, they're going to play the Texans twice, the Jaguars twice, the Giants, the Vikings, a Cowboys team that has a lot of questions for me this year. 
That's about very good cross division form then playing against the uh, NFC East. That's yeah. three wins at least. They play the Eagles. I think the Eagles will be tough, but I think they can win. Steelers, I think they beat. Raiders will be a question mark, but like you said, playing that cross division, I think they get nine wins, ten wins. Uh, I have them going into the playoffs for me. Um, but, you know, like I mentioned, draft wise, free agency wise, they add Matt Ryan, Stephon Gilmore. To guys that are already there, Michael Pittman's entering year three now. Um, Jonathan Taylor had an absolute mm-hmm. monster of a year. Who honestly? is still there. He was in that uh, MVP running yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, middle midway through the season, mm-hmm. he ripped off a couple 180, 200 think, yard kind yeah. of games. Yeah, I remember watching one. I I, I, I think that Thursday night against the Jets, he had like yeah. two hundred and like two touchdowns or something. That was right? his best game. Yeah, like, I think he first carried the game. He had like a seventy-eight yard touchdown mm-hmm. or something like that. He had a great game that game. Um, so it was the Mike White game. That was the Mike White game. Yes. Coming up with uh, you know, the Colts at about what? What would I have? Ten and ten seven. Ten and seven. That's probably where I see them. Maybe nine and eight, but ten and seven. So I can. I, I'm gonna have them in one of my wild card spots. Um, I like what they did, and I love their coaching staff. It seems like they've, the last three years, they've started off maybe a little slow, and they pick it up, and they're one of those teams that can rattle off seven or eight to end the mm-hmm. season, get in the playoffs. They get hot at the right time. One thing I was going to mention, though, looking at this, there was a clip going around of George Kittle. Um, obviously, this isn't related to the Colts, but when I was talking about bye week, George Kittle made a good point for two bye weeks. Um, and this is what he said. He said, for one, it gets your star players a little more rest, so you, you might not have as many big players missing games. Mm-hmm. And for marketing-wise, you're going to get an extra week in the NFL, so more ad revenue if the NFL is mm-hmm. at it, like the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But then also, that pushes the Super Bowl back one week, he said, and it'll land on, I believe that Monday is like President's Day, which mm-hmm. people would have that Monday off. Oh, uh, okay. And that could let people party more, yeah. enjoy the Super Bowl, yeah. off school, off work, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, And it makes a good point. That's Two a good point, yeah. Add a, add a week. Push it brings back. in more money, more and that's money obviously what, that's what the. Love. I think that was the whole main goal of the adding the extra week to begin mm-hmm. with, with the seven or the extra game, I should say, which, mm-hmm. you know, in 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 total added another week, week mm-hmm. week eighteen. But I mean, I could see it happening. Um, it depends on if the NFL catches wind of it, because he's one of the only guys I've really, that's really heard been pushing it. it. I mean, uh, it was a brief TikTok clip on a podcast, and uh, you know, what's who knows the internet. Sometimes they, they get things right. Yeah. And they push things to Sometimes. the right eyes. Sometimes. Very rarely. Also, let's say like maybe 5%. Yeah. But they're the 95%. No. Not really. Mm-hmm. That's all I really got to The Colts are going to be an exciting team to watch. Don't get me wrong this year. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to take a year for mm-hmm. Matt Ryan to develop. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. He's got the playmakers. Is Jonathan Taylor going to have an insane season like he did last year? I, I don't think so. Is, is he still going to have a good season? For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he gonna, I think he's definitely going to have a little bit of a down spiral. I'm going to have him a game lower, 9-8. and eight. I think just there's too many strong middle-of-the-pack teams in the AFC. Mm-hmm. I think the AFC West is going to take three, honestly, yeah. to the playoffs, I think. And I think that could be what knocks Indianapolis out for me. 9-8. Mm-hmm. and eight, um, They traded once to the Commanders. They got a couple of draft picks in return. Uh, in, in return, they traded for Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. So Matt Ryan's going to be starting for them this year. It's going to be their fourth different quarterback starting, I think, in the last five years. Yeah, They've had Brissett. They've had Wentz, they've had Ryan, Rivers. they've had Rivers, and they've had Luck yeah. in the last five, years. five six years. Yeah. It's incredible to see that they've started a different season 
you know, the last five seasons with a different quarterback. Mm-hmm. Some big moves on, on the defensive side of the ball. They picked up Gilmore, as you mentioned, from the Panthers. Only signed him, only cost him uh, 10 per APY. Uh, they got Ngakwe from the Raiders. Yep. Um, they lost Pascal, though, to the Eagles. Mm-hmm. They re-signed Mo'Ally Cox. Picked up Phillip Lindsay, was, I thought, which is an underrated signing, mm-hmm. I think. You know, just in case Hines, you know, goes down. I know Hines has had a lot of injury issues. I think yep. this was probably one of his health, one of his healthier seasons of his career, and you could uh-huh. see definitely that it, that it helped him out a lot. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, it just in case Jonathan Taylor needs a little bit of rest, or gosh, where he gets hurt. You know, mm-hmm. Philip Lindsay's established veteran. You know, mm-hmm. he's bounced around the league a little bit. I think this mm-hmm. is going to be his third or fourth team that he's been on, yeah. undrafted out of Colorado. Mm-hmm. Really played good for the Broncos before. East. Getting uh, sent to free agency and then you know I mean, not too. On what? Who, he was on the Dolphins, maybe. Yeah, he, he was on the Dolphins. That's where he just came from. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, those are gonna be I think their key ads. You know, they obviously lost Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. wasn't that big of a loss. Mark Gl- Mark Glowinski, they lost to the Giants. I mentioned Zach Pascal, they lost. Uh, Al Kuan Muhammad, they lost. Mm-hmm. Just some other small players. Uh, Rocky Scene, I think, is gonna be a, a big. You know, mm-hmm. loss that people aren't really going to be talking about a lot, I don't think, as well. They picked up Rodney McLeod, I thought was a really good, mm-hmm. really, really good signing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the kicking team, you know, they Blank got they ship. got Blankenship. Rigoberto Sanchez is a pretty dang good kicker. They have mm-hmm. one of the best offensive lines in the league. Mm-hmm. Darius Leonard, you know, he's going to bring what he brings. Solomon Thomas is going to be into his second season mm-hmm. with Indy after getting traded to the Niners. Uh, Buckner's still – I'm sorry, I meant Buckner. Yeah. I didn't mean yeah, – Solomon Thomas. Solomon Thomas is still on the 49ers. I meant, I, I, meant, you know, I thought of the wrong 49er player, but then mm-hmm. obviously picking up a Gokwe is huge. Mm-hmm. Darius Leonard in the linebacking core, you know, he's mm-hmm. just making plays well, left so and right. Who do they have at safety? So they lose Rocky Scene, and then they lost Kari Willis, unfortunately, mm-hmm. to do the early retirement. They pick mm-hmm. up Gilmore, though. Um, is Xavier Rhodes still there, I believe, or did he, he, he may have left or retired or whatnot? I don't even know who else is. Sandejo, I, I think, played there last year. I don't know if he resigned his deal or not. So maybe a little more shaky on the, in the secondary core than they were a season ago, mm-hmm. which may, you know, end up being the difference between, you know, 11 and 6 and 8 and, or and 7, mm-hmm. sorry, 8, 9 and 8 mm-hmm. in those in those two seasons. But um, players to watch, I think. It's definitely going to be a big season for Matt Ryan. Is he gonna have a good bounce back season? Mm-hmm. You know, he had he struggled at the end of his career. Those last three years in Atlanta were really rough. Mm-hmm. You know, he lost Julio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devontae Freeman left. Mm-hmm. Um, the defense wasn't that good. The line was kind of falling apart. Mm-hmm. Um, Calvin Ridley wasn't healthy, you know, for a year or two. And mm-hmm. then obviously, you know, not gonna matter to You're him. Not gonna matter Cordero to him. Patterson. Cordero Patterson, you know, you signed Mike Davis to that huge contract last year from Carolina after he had a pretty good season replacing McCaffrey when he was injured. Mm-hmm. Mike Davis did not work out very well. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously he's not going to have to worry about Ridley this year with Ridley getting suspended. Poor, poor Marcus Mariota. I, I just, mm-hmm. that, he got thrown really into a fire going to going to Atlanta. But, um, you know, that's the key player to watch on offense. How's my Ryan going to bounce back? He's got some weapons, finally. Mm-hmm. He had, you saw what he did when he had weapons in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He had Devontae Freeman at the running back position. He had Tevin Coleman at the running back position. He had Julio Jones in his prime. Mm-hmm. Taylor Gabriel was a pretty good um, player at that time. Mm-hmm. Sanu really made some big plays in that in that Super Bowl right before they blew that big 28-3 lead. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he's going to have those kind of playmakers. He's got Pittman. Mm-hmm. He's got T.Y. He's got Taylor, and he's going to have Hines yeah, and Lindsey in the running back core. You know, you can interchange all – you can interchange, honestly, in my opinion, Hines and Philip Lindsey in that second down – or in that third down slot back position. Mm-hmm. They have um, obviously unfortunate that they lost um, Zach Pascal. Mm-hmm. Um, Moe Ali Cox is still there at the tight end position. They got they got some names. Paris Campbell you mentioned last mm-hmm. week. He he's really gonna have a good bounce back season. I hope this year. And then on the defensive side of the ball, it's gonna be that secondary. It's gonna be to watch. Mm-hmm. You know we mentioned Willis. 
We mentioned Rocky Scene not being there. Who are the guys at the bottom? You know, those guys didn't get much playing time last year. Some, you know, slower, lower free agency pickups. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be that guy to step up? Mm-hmm. Was Gilmore really going to be able to lead this secondary? You know, he's he's not the Stephon Gilmore in 2018, 2019. That was the best corner in the league. You know, he was getting the 99 club ratings in Madden and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Who's going to step up in that secondary is going to be the big question on defense, I think, mm-hmm. for the Colts. I agree. All right, moving on here. Who do you want to talk about next? You want to talk about the Texans? Yeah, let's even it out a little bit. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the good Chiefs. teams and then to end with the two bad teams. So yeah. let's go on to, I would say, probably one of the worst teams going Ever. in. Probably probably the worst team going into the 2022 mm-hmm. season, I would say. Houston Texans. Yeah, are they going to have the number one pick next season? Yeah. They're going to be – they could be in the front running for the Bryce Young slash C.J. Stroud worse. sweepstakes. I don't see anybody worse. I think the Jets – Okay, this may be a hypothetical question, but they win a game this year, right? They win one. Okay, they they at least win a game this year. They 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 win maybe. They don't. They aren't the first team to go zero and seventeen. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. They maybe beat the Giants. They maybe beat the Jaguars one of the two times. They but That's what they they have to split that series. I mean, yeah. the I, I'd say Matt, their ceiling is two wins. Their floor is no win. So you I think, think they, they go two, one and sixteen? I, I think they, I think they meet in the middle. They are the first team yeah. in NFL history to go one and sixteen. Yeah, very interesting. I don't see him. I don't see him beating the Colts week one. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. I don't see him beating Russell Wilson and the Broncos when they have to go to the Mile High. That's just not <laughs> yeah. a place you want to go. To. No, not not for your first road, first road game of the season. Or they got they go into Indy for week one. They go to no, they're at home. Okay. Before. But they still lose. No, nah, but I'm just saying first first road game. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson Mile yeah. High. It's gonna be his first home game because they get they start up in Seattle. I think he'll be ready though. I he's been practicing in that climate and that altitude. Um, oh, we'll talk about him next week and why I think they can win that division possibly. When you go to, you know, the next game is against the Bears and they have to go to Chicago. I don't see them winning. You know, it's not necessarily gonna be that snow or that cold weather quite yet. It's still in September there, mm. but you're not gonna win that. I, Her- Herbert comes to them week four. Herbert's going <laughs> to annihilate that defense. I, I mean, Who is in that secondary? We, we did say that last year, and I think Houston dropped like 45 points on them, and that mm-hmm. was the reason that the Chargers ended up not making the playoffs at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. That but, could be a game they lose then. I don't know, though. It's a bit of a trap game for the Chargers mm-hmm. there early on. Herbert really struggled there last year. I think he threw three interceptions in that game. Well, maybe he's got a fire under him. He's been looking pretty buff this offseason. Mm-hmm. I was just re-watching that. Chiefs Chargers final where Travis Kelsey catches oh the, the overtime game where they were in LA I was just rewatching that yesterday I was like man what a game Herbert he, you felt bad for me he just looks down on the sideline nothing he can do mm-hmm. they got you gave Mahomes the ball in overtime it's what happened to the Bills you know that's that's an mm-hmm. easy way to lose right mm-hmm. there uh, they they go to Jacksonville then week I believe six I think they lose in Jacksonville then they go to Las Vegas. I think they lose. Then they then they're at home against the Titans. I think they lose. They're gonna be home against the Eagles. I could see that being a trap game for the Eagles. Depending the on where they time, are in the season, I agree. I yeah. cannot name a single Texan secondary player. Who I think Desmond King's still there. Maybe I but think he's ancient now. Well, they got Sauce. No, they don't. Sorry, they don't. They, sauce. they, they Stingley. Stingley. They have Stingley. So you're gonna tell me Stingley's gonna cover AJ Brown or Devontae Smith? You gotta split it. Well, he's gotta pick either or. It's 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 a split. Then you got to go, I think they win maybe this one in New York against the Giants. I think this is around the time in November when teams like the Giants are going to be 
almost cashing in. They, they, they just don't care. They don't care. Uh, I like, you know, um, Saquon Barkley, but I don't even think Saquon Barkley is going to be in this game for the Giants. I think, He'll Daniel be Jones, injured again. I think Daniel Jones is like a Sam Darnold where he got a really bad team. Not to say he's great, but he came into that Bucks game, his first game, and won that game. I believe he got NFC Player of the Week. Yeah, yeah I think he ran for a game win. I think he let him a this fourth quarter about, come back. This is about the time of the year, though, when Barkley's injured and Daniel Jones is out with a concussion and they're playing Mike Glennon. Oh, you know, that's exactly so, what So that's how they get the, So they get gifted a win because I, of injuries. I think that's what happens. I think then they go home. The Commanders, I don't care if Carson Wentz is throwing left-handed interceptions. I think the Commanders win here. Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, like I said, is Stingley going to pick his poison? McLaurin signed that huge contract mm-hmm. extension last week just about after we got mm-hmm. off. So, you know, He's McLaurin's ready to, ready to play. You look at them, then, though, this game is going to be so funny. They go to the Dolphins. <laughs> they go, I, thought, I thought the Eagles were bad. You're going to have Derek Stingley having to choose the cover. Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle, the two fastest receivers in the league, dare I say. The first corner taken off the board in 2022 is probably going to have one of the worst rookie seasons in NFL history because of, he, he because of the matchups <laughs> because of the matchups he's going to have to deal with in his rookie season. He's going to get called a bust. When you look at, you know, then they got to they'll be home. It's like Jeff Okuda in his first six games. He went against, like, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. I mean. It was everybody. You look then now, though, they're going to be playing the Deshaun Watson Bowl. And it's ironic that it's on December 4th because, of course, it is. These NFL players, they, they know what they're doing when they make this good, the number four bowl. Will Deshaun Watson play? Absolutely not. Probably not, no. You know, be very surprised to see if he did, and that's, like, probably, what, week 14? So, I mean, even if he gets, like, a 10-game suspension, he still plays. But yeah. we talked about it last week. I think he's out for the entire season. The then you got the battle of, you know, Texas teams here. They're going to the Cowboys. Oh, jeez. Jerry Jones, he ain't losing this one. And when I say Jerry Jones, I mean Jerry Jones because he's their team. You know, he is, he's in, he's got his hand in everything. And the I Dallas think, Jerry Joneses. Not the, uh, not the Dallas not Cowboys, the, Cowboys. The, the Dallas Jerry Joneses. They are. All right, and then December 18th, they're getting a, pre- a pretty early Christmas present here. <laughs> they're going to play the Jaguars, aren't they? No, they're, uh, they're, they're getting a, a Christmas present, and when I mean present, it means they're going to get to go home and, uh, the, the coaches aren't even going to want them on the team anymore because they're playing the Chiefs, and then on Christmas Eve they're playing the Titans. Oh, jeez. So basically, they're getting a Christmas present in the fact that, you know, they're not going to be at, they're just going to go home <laughs> with a defeat, and uh, that's what they get for Christmas. It's like the equivalent of getting coal, I guess. But, you know, it is a Christmas gift nonetheless. Then they get, you know, a New Year's gift, though. It's a New Year, January 1st. They play the Jaguars. They play the Jaguars, and they're at home. Here they go, second win, possibly. Jesus. And then their last game, January 8th, it's at Indianapolis, they lose. So I think, Max, they get two wins. And and one might be because it's a new year, and one might be because Daniel Jones is going to be concussed on the sideline, and Barkley's going to break both of his ankles. <laughs> what a Where do we even start? I mean, <laughs> Look at that the stadium. Texans, they, you just, I pull up their free agents... They, obviously, they traded Watson. Yeah. Uh, Tyrod Taylor's on the Giants now. Yeah. So it wouldn't be Mike Glennon. It'd probably be Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> so that'd be the Tyrod Taylor Bowl that they may get yeah. their first win in. Um, they made a decent signing in AJ Can from the Jags, a, a, a 
interior lineman. David Johnson hasn't re-signed his contract yet. Uh, they picked up a couple old uh, edge rushers from the Bills and Mario Addison and Jerry Hughes. Marcus Cannon still has yet to sign yet. Cooks re-signed an extension. I don't know. Maybe that maybe that hit he took in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Maybe he just Jones lost all of his brain cells and yeah. everything. Um, so I don't I don't know why you, in your right mind you would re-sign with the Houston <laughs> Texans when when um, Davis Mills is going to be throwing you the ball next yeah. year. Mills Mafia, you know. Yeah. He, he had he Bills had his moments. Bills Mafia and Old Bills Mafia. <laughs> he he had his player. he had his moments mm-hmm. last year. He had a really good game against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. But that he had moments. He, that yeah. was maybe the only good game he had. He just mm-hmm. he had moments. Yeah, we'll see what he does in year two when yeah, he. Who, if David Johnson doesn't resign. Who's who's gonna play running back? Rex Burkhead's still there. Uh, you, you're gonna be throwing the ball to Nico Collins, which I think Nico Collins had a decent rookie yeah. season last year. We um, Amendola retired, I believe, yeah. so they're not gonna have Amendola. Uh, Cooks, I don't see Cooks. Cooks may have to get 150 targets this year because yeah. there's not gonna be anybody he may else. Crack a th- a thousand yards just <laughs> because on nobody else is gonna be there to catch the ball. Um, I honestly couldn't. Don't think I could name you their tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, their line is absolute garbage. Um, the only player I can name you on their defense, besides the free agent acquisitions, is probably um, uh, Stingley. Yeah, I feel so bad for Stingley because he's going to have probably you know the worst rookie. running back right now is Marlon Mack. Oh, yeah, they picked up Marlon Mack because I they mentioned the... They did draft John Mechie, that's, that's a sneaky draft. Okay. Obviously, uh, Mechie would have been... Chris Conley, who Mechie would have been first. on Chiefs team for a little bit. Mechie probably would have been first round if mm-hmm. you know he didn't get injured in the uh, postseason last year. They so, have two decent linemen, Tunsil and Kenyon Green. I would say those are oh two. Oh, God, they have Laramie Tunsil. Yeah. Again, Laramie Tunsil would have been a top 10 pick if he wasn't caught mm-hmm. on video smoking a bong. For real. That, that must be their team. That's all. Those are the only types of players who want to play there. So, yeah, 2 and 14. Chance. Or, I'm sorry, 2 and 15. Mm-hmm. Key adds, not really anybody other than Stingley, I would say. Obviously, losing Watson. Losing Taylor. Have you ever heard of a uh, Eric Murray or a Steven Nelson? No. Those are their starting safeties. Oh, God. They, got, they did draft, though, a sneaky guy who I liked, and that's Jalen uh, Pitter. Oh, okay. They got Pitter from, they got Pitter from um, Baylor. Reeves may have been at linebacker. Yeah. Good good, good luck. He's a good special team. Desmond teamser. King is on the depth chart okay. starting behind Stingley. Okay, well, at they least Desmond King's there. Okay, so they, they got two decent corners that they can throw in. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Stingley won't be left on an island too much when he goes against A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, uh, Pittman. Yeah. Um, you name it. Yeah. Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones. Jones. Marvin he's Jones gonna, is on that team, yeah. He's gonna moss him, dude. No, he's on the Jags. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's gonna moss. Christian him. Kirk. Yeah. Just even in their own division, they're gonna have trouble keeping yeah. up some of their receivers in their own division. Let alone when they go outside the division, mm-hmm. when they play Amari Cooper in Cleveland, mm-hmm. when they play Gallup in Dallas. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Kenny Galladay even gives them trouble in New York. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel so bad for them. They're they're gonna have probably one of the worst seasons ever. You know, yeah, you mentioned it. They may get gifted with a couple wins, but some of their losses are going to be really, really ugly. They're going to be like that Dolphins team from just a couple years ago. Uh, players to watch. I mean, the whole defense. Who's going to step up and be somebody that we're actually going to want to talk about in 2023? And then on offense, I'm really excited to see how John Mechie does. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really excited. Obviously, he's probably going to miss a few games, I think, to start the season. Mm-hmm. But I'm really going to be interested to see once John Mechie hits the fields, and it, that's if he hits the field mm-hmm. this season. I'm really interested to see what he can do. Mm-hmm. And then for Davis Mills, how many times is he going to throw the ball this year? Mm-hmm. Obviously, Marlon Mack's are starting running backs. So I don't think Marlon Mack's going to be getting 20 carries a game. Mm-hmm. 
It's going to be very interesting to see those end-of-the-year stats see how many times David, Dave, poor Davis Mills has to throw the ball. It's going to be like Matthew Stafford when, when um, you know, we had Reggie Bush mm-hmm. as a running back in mm-hmm. Detroit. All right, moving on to, I would say, the proverbial favorite in the AFC South, the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Um, could their window be closing, you know? It's unbelievable that we're talking about this. Derrick Henry's had three great years in a row, you know, barring the injury last year. He was on pace for another 2,000-yard season. And we could be talking about the end of Ryan Tannehill's tenure in Tennessee and them moving on with um, Malik Willis. And then uh, they read – who did they draft? Um, I know they traded A.J. Brown to the Eagles, but then they got that pick and they drafted um, Traylon Burks. Mm-hmm. So could they be turning the favor around with uh, Traylon Burks and Malik Willis being the new Tannehill and A.J. Brown combo? You know, in 2023-2024. If this is their 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 window, this is going to be now. It's going to be, you know, AFC Championship game, Super Bowl, or bust, I think, for this team. Yeah, and I have them right in that 10-7, and 11-6 range. With Thank the goodness points. this division's weak yeah. for them. Yeah. Because if they were playing in the they're West, getting, getting if they were playing in the North, maybe two different if they were playing in the West or the North, they would not be a playoff team, mm-hmm. I don't think, in 2022. Mm-hmm. They have some promising one, guys on defense. Week but, one, 6-15. Titans Bills, or is that's that a Monday nighter? That's week, week two. Week two, yeah. But still, that is gonna be the game that is like, cause they get it, they get a cupcake week one, dude. They're at home versus the Giants. You, you can't chalk it up better than that. When when you go week two though, they have to go to Buffalo. Do you think they can win that? I don't, I don't see it. Not with the team Buffalo's constructed. I'm, I have them at that ten and seven, eleven and six range. Like you said, they're playing, you know, an easy division. They've got a good cross division where they're going to be able to beat the Commanders, Eagles. I think they can beat the Cowboys. Um, that'll be a tough game, but I think they can beat the Cowboys considering they'll be the home team. Um, but at the same time, you never know. And also, with that Cowboys game, it's December 29th. So they really do have a chance um, to... Uh, you know, win that one. The Cowboys fall fall apart those last two weeks of the regular season, it looks like. But December 24th, I mentioned it before, 12 o'clock. Texans, Titans. Titans are going to be the ones with the real Christmas gifts. They're, they're, because they're going to get an easy win. They are going to get the easiest win in the NFL for these Texans. Um, Didn't the Texans beat the Titans last season? Maybe, I think they maybe did. later in the season. I think they did. Yeah. Maybe once, but not the reason the Titans weren't having... They, that almost tossed the Titans home field, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. I don't think the Texans are going to pull it together this year. No. I, I think they lost... If I remember correctly, that Derrick Henry was already injured at that point. It was yeah. like a mud bowl. Yeah. And that was one of those games that Davis Mills just, like... Had a good game. Had a good game, yeah. He had a decent year. I like I like Davis Mills. I think he's on the wrong team. Oh, he is definitely on the wrong team. You don't blame Deshaun Watson for wanting to get out of there, do you? Mm-hmm. Not at all. I mean... It's going to be interesting to see what the Titans can do this year. They had some sneaky free agents of pickups as well. Their draft was good, too. Their draft was good, yeah. They picked they up Hassan Willis, Haskins. Uh, Julio and AJ Brown. Yeah, they picked up Hassan Haskins, Willis, mm-hmm. um, Burks. Mm-hmm. A couple decent guys to fill in in the uh, offensive and defensive uh, lines. Secondary, I think they picked up a safety in the sixth round from UCLA. Not bad. Titans. 10-7. and seven. Yeah. They're going to win the division by a game, I think. Yeah. Robert Woods. We forgot that they picked up Robert oh, yeah. Woods in we a didn't trade. That. I forgot that. Uh, they lost Robert Roger Southfold, which is going to be big, I think, on that line. Mm-hmm. Um, Hooper they picked up from the Titan or from the Browns, which I think was a sneaky. really sneaky signing yeah. for them. 
Hooper had some decent years in Atlanta. He was one of those weapons when Matt Ryan was there when they were very successful, you know, towards the end of Matt Ryan's he tenure played, there. What, just with the Browns? And he just played for the Browns for a couple of years. And Joku kind of, I think Joku really um, took a lot of his playing time away from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they resigned their punter, Brett, Brett Kern. Uh, the kicking game may be a little bit of an issue for them. I think they had fat Randy, Randy Bullock last year. That didn't end up too well for them. Um, they lost Ferkser and Rashawn Evans to the, both to the Falcons. They picked up A.J. Moore. Harold Landry re-signed. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they traded A.J. Brown. Um, they lost a, a smaller receiver in Marcus Johnson. Randy Bullock did re-sign. Mm-hmm. So that's unfortunate for them. Hopefully, uh, Fat Randy can have a better season than he did in, in 2021. Mm-hmm. But um, the big question is going to be, what Ryan Tannehill are you going to get? Yeah. Are you going to get the Ryan Tannehill through four? interceptions mm-hmm. in the in the game against the Bengals when their defense went and sacked Joe Burrow 10 times and still couldn't win the game mm-hmm. he threw an interception on his final drive and on his first drive of that game mm-hmm. it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens there uh it does Derrick Henry play a full 17 games this year if he does how many yards I easily think that Derrick Henry can reach that 18 1900 yard plateau if not more if he can play a full 17 games, mm-hmm. uh, obviously is, um, you know, Robert Woods going to be the number one coming into this year. Mm-hmm. Obviously no Julio, no AJ Brown. Um, Burks is going to be a solid number two. I think mm-hmm. uh, Hooper is going to be a big pass catcher in the tight end slot. I think, I think he picks up 80 to 90 targets this season. Who's going to be that big guy to step up in the running back game. They re-signed De- Deontay Foreman, uh, the former Texan and the former uh, Texas Longhorn. Obviously, how, how well of a role is um, Hassan Haskins going to play in his rookie season? I think he was a fourth or fifth rounder at that point. Defense is really interesting. They still have Harold Landry. They have a couple guys in the linebacking core that are good. And then um, they lost they lost Malcolm Butler. So he went rebuilt, went back to the Patriots. But it's going to be interesting to see what that defense can do. I think the defense is going to be the key between them having a good season and having a mediocre season. Mm-hmm. But they still win the division, I think, at ten and six or uh, ten and seven. They're not going to get the you know the glory of having a home playoff game like they did against the Bengals in the divisional round last year. And I unfortunately think you know if Ryan Tannehill has a bad game like he did in the playoffs last year, they, this could be an early exit yeah, for them. But you know, hey, well, maybe you never know. They could have a twenty nineteen kind of a season where Derrick Henry goes absolutely goes loose Missouri. and goes insane in the playoffs, and they go to the AFC Championship game and they're a quarter away from making the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to totally depend on what Ryan Tannehill you're going to get this year mm-hmm. and. You know, I don't want to ask the questions because I know a lot of Titans fans have fallen in love with Ryan Tannehill, especially with the way he turned them around in 2019 and had a decent 2020 season. Mm-hmm. If Ryan Tannehill has a rough couple games, mm-hmm. how quick of a trigger do you have? How quick of a leash do you have? How long of a leash do you have on Ryan Tannehill? Mm-hmm. Does it, de- 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 it probably is going to honestly depend on the training camp and the preseason, I think, that Malik Willis has. Mm-hmm. Because if Malik Willis has a dang good preseason, if he pulls... Yeah. A Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, if he pulls a Dak Prescott, you know the way that Prescott had that preseason. Derek Carr had a really good. Derek Carr had a good preseason as well. You know, does he does he pull one of those kind of mm-hmm. preseasons out of the bag, and he could be looking at starting games in week seven, week eight if Tannehill struggles. Could it be the first struggle sign of struggles? Does he get pulled, mm-hmm. or do you see Malik Willis? You know, maybe not even playing this year, or mm-hmm. maybe playing a week seventeen or week eighteen like Mahomes did, mm-hmm. you know, in his rookie season. Only time will tell, and only the way that Ryan Tannehill plays will tell on you know who is going to be starting at the end of the season for them. Mm-hmm. Anything else more to say about the Tennessee Titans? No, I'm, I you know we had Cam come on to recap the draft, mm-hmm. and I was surprised. He's probably going to hate us, honestly, because of our predictions. Yeah, probably. I uh, sorry, Cam, but you know I got him at ten and seven. 
I, they win their division. Um, playoff time, like Dylan said, comes down to Ryan Tannehill. Does Tannehill kind of come on and have a season where he just is sick of the hate and he actually, you know, gives us one of his best years ever? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe he could. Um, maybe Robert Woods and him are going to have a good connection. Yeah, maybe, you know, I, I read an article this morning, or I read somebody posed a question, who's going to be this year's Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford? Mm-hmm. Could it be Ryan Tannehill and Robert Woods? Mm-hmm. Could it be A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts? Mm-hmm. You never know. I think this season, on December 13th of 2018, so that was later in the season, I believe, that's when Joe Flacco kind of got benched for Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, I mentioned 2018. Um, so that would have been like November, December. Could the same thing happen here? Ryan Tannehill, November, December. Who, who, who knows whatever happened if in. Joe Flacco never got benched for Lamar Jackson, I mean. No idea. But that could be how this turns out in Tennessee. Or, like I said, Ryan Tannehill could be absolutely just sick of the, you the know. Ryan, the yeah, hate. Ryan Tannehill, he's mid, he's not good, yeah. you know what I mean? Maybe he'll come out and have his best year yet. Who knows? Sure. We we don't get to see everything that leads up to their preparation. We just get to see the season. We get to see the the on the field product. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Moving on here to the Jacksonville uh, dumpster fire. The Jack the Jacksonville only good thing coming out of this season for them is that Urban Meyer got fired. Yeah. They have a Super Bowl winning coach now, and Doug Peterson. Yep. Trevor Lawrence is coming into year two. Yep. He didn't have to. He didn't break Peyton Manning's interception record rookie season, which everybody thought you know he was on pace for for a little while. Mm-hmm. They um, got ETN they're going to get ETN back finally, yeah. barring another injury. Uh, James Robinson, you know, he did kind of drop off from his rookie season in 2020. Yep. But you're going to have a great one-two punch in James Robinson and Travis ETN. Mm-hmm. You threw a shit ton of money at Christian Kirk, <laughs> which still blows my mind to this day because. Why in God's name would you take if you're Christian Kirk? Yeah, all that money to go from Kyler Murray throwing you the ball to Trevor Lawrence throwing you the ball. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got Chenault. Chenault had a decent year last year. Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones is still there. Zay Jones. Zay Jones picked. They they pay picked up. Yeah. Laquan Treadwell. Evan Ingram's their new tight end. You got Jamal Agnew there. He's listed Agnew. as wide receiver, but he's he's going to be in your you know punt return kick mm-hmm. return. But the sneaky pick, I mentioned this a little while ago, Marvin Hall. He played a couple games. Marvin Hall was a huge deep threat for this team in 2020. He is a beast, dude. And I wish he would get another chance. Honestly, if he can beat out Treadwell um, or get into that five I didn't even know Laquan Laquan Treadwell was still in the league. I think Treadwell was like a top 10 or top 15 pick at his time when he came out of the draft. And he came only a couple years ago, right? Five, six, I don't even remember who drafted. I think the Vikings drafted him. I think. I think that Marvin Hall can get that five six spot, and uh, that's what I'd he did in Detroit. And you know they would just line it up, and Stafford would just launch it down the field to him. I think I think he averaged like 20, 25 yards a catch. Yeah. He wasn't no slot receiver. He was you know Marvin Hall's in the game. You know a you know where the ball is, and you know what route he's running. And he was usually running that fly route to the end zone. Mm-hmm. I like that you know pickup. Like you mentioned, Evan Ingram. It's a little shaky, but it's better. He dropped than what a they lot had. of passes last year. Better than year. Tim Tebow. What they, what, what the experiment at Tim, Tim, Tim Tebow at the tight end spot last year was, for lack of a better term, a failure. Very interesting. Yeah. Bill Nye. Big, te- big Bill Tim Nye Tebow guy. Yeah. Big Tim Tebow guy, but that was just. the That was not the, the move for a Tim head Tebow. Scratcher? It was. It was only because 
of the head coach at the time, mm-hmm. and that was Urban Meyer. We did get to see some quality blocking, though, from Tim Tebow. That's t- what we want to call it, quality I would, blocking. I would say he gave it his best effort. Be the nice Christian way to say it. We, he he gave him he gave it a he great just, effort. He you know he didn't want to hurt anybody, <laughs> so he was just he was being gentle with them. I've been saying this to people every time we talk about somebody from that 2007 Florida team. ESPN that. thirty for thirty. Yeah. Can we please make a thirty for thirty documentary mm-hmm. on the 2007 Florida Gators, mm-hmm. the Pouncey brothers, Tim Tebow, obviously Aaron Hernandez, Percy Harvin. Riley Cooper, mm-hmm. Urban Meyer, Aaron Cam Hernandez, Newton Cam Newton was a freshman on that team, backing up Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. A lot of people forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And they won a national championship. Mm-hmm. All those convicts and bad people in the world <laughs> led by none other <laughs> than Tim Tebow. Yeah. Tim oh, Tebow yeah. was the leader of that team on the <laughs> offensive side of the ball when he was throwing the ball to... A racist man in Riley Cooper. Percy Harvin. believe he got some drug charges into his name. Yeah. Aaron Hernandez, unfortunately, has we passed away. Happened. We all know what happened with, with Aaron Hernandez. Mm. Uh, the Pouncey brothers got into some trouble themselves. Urban Meyer is one of the more interesting coaches that I think anybody's ever had in, in any sport, mm. let alone just football in general. And those are your weapons he was throwing the ball to and led by one of the probably nicest human beings on athletics mm-hmm. ever in, in Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, going back to the Jaguars for 2022, you know, they, it's not going to be as bad as what they've had before. I don't think they're going to go three number one picks in a row. Mm-hmm. I think this team can win three or four games. I don't know what you think. I think they'd do better than the Texans. I have met that, you know... Two three win spot. Um, I think they beat the Texans at least one of those times. I think they can beat them twice. Um, maybe the Giants. They're going to be at home. Uh, they do not beat the Chiefs. They have a really tough game that the other teams don't have in this division, which is against the Ravens. They're going to be playing the Lions, which is basically the battle of the two worst teams. We get a, we're going to get a free win. You're saying are we at home for that I think game? So and it's December fourth. We're going to get a free win in that game. Mm-hmm. Woohoo, we're not going to go in 17 this season. They also play the Jets. Thank God, maybe we won't go further into the season than we did last year with no wins. Mm-hmm. But at least we didn't lose every game at that point. We got a tie. Yeah, we tied with Mason Rudolph's brain damage. Um, yeah, so I, I'd say looking at that, maybe they can squeak out two or three. They got the Jets. They got. I have a little bit more Giants. upside for them. Mm-hmm. Not saying playoffs. But I think this Jaguar team can win five games this year. Mm. We mentioned some of the guys they picked up. Evan Ingram, Mm -hmm. Zay Jones, Mm -hmm. Marvin Hall, Mm -hmm. Carlos Hyde yet still to re-sign, but you got um, ETN and you're going to have James Robinson. I think ETN's going to have a really good season going back with his former Clemson quarterback Mm -hmm. and Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence has better weapons to throw the ball to this year. We didn't even mention Christian Kirk at this point yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Their defense, you know, they're going to have some holes in the defense, I think. Yeah, Um, Josh Allen. You have Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen. I think sacked Josh Allen a couple times yeah, last year in that game. Nine yeah, six, right? Yep, nine to six. Um, they picked up Darius Williams from the Super Bowl defending, defending Super Bowl champions. They did lose Miles Jack though, unfortunately, to the Steelers, yeah. which is a big loss for them. Thank goodness That's they still have Josh Allen though. We didn't talk about the Steelers. For the Steelers picking up Miles Jack. Yeah, they picked up Brandon. Him with T.J. Watt and who else? They have Terrell Edmonds. Yeah, and they have one more. Who else? 
They had to, oh they lost Bud Dupree. They lost Bud Dupree. But, yeah. So they got Miles Jack, T.J. Watt, Edmonds, and I thought there was somebody else too, but there may be somebody else. They draft somebody maybe. Yeah. Oh, is Devin Bush still there? Bush is still there. They've yeah. got a beast front seven. Well, no, that was Shazier that got messed up. Yeah. I thought it was. I almost for a minute. I thought it was Devin Bush. Devin Bush did hurt himself last year. Yeah, yeah. but he's still he's a beast. He mm-hmm. hustles to the ball. Sheriff, the Jaguars picked up on the line. That'll yep. be a big help. That's their best they did lineup. lose AJ Cam though, and Norwell unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Cam Robinson did get franchise though and resigned. Uh-huh. Um, O'Shaughnessy left to the Bears, but mm-hmm. they have obviously Evan Ingram. They picked up Kirk. They gave that guy so much money. Uh, they lost DJ Chark. They had Tavon Austin on the roster last yeah. year. I totally forgot about Tavon Austin. He, he used to play uh, they Rangers. picked up Arden Key, mm-hmm. um, picked up a couple smaller names, you know, and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, five and twelve, I think, is what the Jaguars are going to go this year. Mm-hmm. Players to watch: Christian Kirk. Mm-hmm. How how's he gonna how's he gonna develop in this new environment? Is the money gonna go to his head? Is he gonna pull a Kenny Galladay and have a god awful season, mm-hmm. or is Christian Kirk gonna step up and have an eight nine hundred yard season? Probably be the top leading stat guy. I wouldn't say the number one receiver. I'd say Marvin Jones is probably still the number one, even though his older age. Mm-hmm. But I think Kirk can have the better stats, you know, for the whole your receiving core. Mm-hmm. And then on defense, how, how are they going to fill that hole with Miles Jack? Yeah. Josh Allen's really going to have to step up this season, I think. He's going to have to sack Josh Allen three times a game instead of one. <laughs> they don't play the Bills, though, I don't think, this year. So oh, don't... they better hope for playoffs, then. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? What would you do if the Jacksonville Jaguars made the playoffs this year? I would, if they made the playoffs this year. Because I already have something on the Bills making the Super Bowl this right. year. If, so If the Jaguars make the playoffs. I'll get the Jacksonville Jaguars logo tattooed on me. Oh, jeez. The old school one? Yep. Anyone. I'll get one. Probably the old school. I'll get it. The one with the whole Jaguar on it? That one I missed that. That reminds me of like Maurice Jones Drew, Mercedes Lewis, David David Garrard. (laughs) Mike Sims Walker. Mike Sims Walker. I think you mentioned Mercedes Lewis. Mm -hmm. He was a beast. Yeah. He was still in the league. He was was on Green Bay last year, yeah. He was a beast. I had one more thing to mention if you're all set. No, yeah, go ahead. Um, I saw another uh, football-related TikTok. It was about Rob Gronkowski, and obviously we know he retired. For the, uh, Did he though? Potentially. <laughs> We're gonna put the air quotes around yeah. retire. I think for right now. We'll see if he comes back. But it w- and there were articles that came out of this when he first retired, but it was that he has spent none of the money he's made from football, which is insane because I think it was ninety-seven million or one hundred and seven million. Rob Gronkowski does but not he, seem he, like the guy. He spent it, all his money that he spent. Is from endorsements, so he spent. Okay, his... so he spent his endorsement deal money. He yeah. hasn't spent his NFL but game that, checks. That's still like a hundred, a hundred million dollars plus that he's not spent. I was gonna say if you didn't say that, I was gonna say Rob Gronkowski's the last guy I would think about to not spend any money. Yeah. On what he, you know, the things that he does and whatnot. It's the endorsements. He obviously, you know. I mean, he did something with WWE. Mm-hmm. He's been in a lot of commercials. Subway commercials I've seen <laughs> a lot recently. Rob Gronk. But that's just insane to me still. You save $100 million. Very smart on his end. Um, At least he wasn't Trevor Lawrence and put half of his NFL yeah, contract Bitcoin, into Bitcoin. You saw how what it's worth now? It was worth 24 It's worth what? Like eight? <laughs> <laughs> Who else did it? Don't, Odell, put, Odell Beckham was don't put your money in Bitcoin. <laughs> Odell Beckham had 750 of it, right? Uh-huh. In Bitcoin, it's now worth four hundred and fifty thousand. He lost three hundred thousand dollars because he wanted Bitcoin. Barkley did it too. I think Barkley's lost half, so it was like twenty. It was like a ten twenty million dollar deal. It's like mm-hmm. maybe worth eight. Jeez. Disappointing. 
terrible. Very disappointing. What, what were they thinking? Yeah, thinking the same thing. <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up here for episode number 107 of Dylan Al Talk NFL. Thank you, as always, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We are found on all podcast platforms. Uh, next week for 108, we're going to have the AFC West preview, and then maybe we'll maybe some of the more of the Madden team ratings will come out. Maybe we'll talk about like the actual team ratings itself mm-hmm. as we get closer and closer to the start of the 2022 training camp leading up to the NFL season here pretty soon in two months. So thank you, guys, as always, for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.